Hello and welcome to day 32 of our Together We Go podcast. Let's pray together before we begin. 1 John 1.5 says, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim them to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Father, we thank you that you are light and in you there is no darkness, that in you there is no shadow nor is there confusion, evil, pain. There is nothing broken in you, but you are whole, you are holy, and there is no darkness in you. Father, help us to remember that as we live in a world that is full of darkness, as we live in a world that is uh, broken as a consequence of its separation from you. As a consequence of sin, we see pain, suffering, sickness, broken relationships. We see so much evil all around us, but help us to remember that we have a God who has no darkness within him. And so whilst we live here on this earth, thank you, Lord, that we belong in the kingdom of light. We belong in a kingdom where you are king and you are reigning over all. So, Lord, today I pray that you would help us to walk in your light, walk in your truth, that we would not be tainted by the evil of this world, that we would not be oppressed or influenced by the evil of this world, but help us to walk in the light of your truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we are in Colossians and still on chapter one. And today we'll be reading from verses 15 uh, to 20, I think. Yeah, let's do 15 to 20. So it says, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of his cross and you who once were oh I just started verse 21 but no we're going to end on verse 20 today uh so it ended with making peace by the blood of his cross amen so uh this section in my Bible, and I'm sure in, uh, in some of your Bibles, I'm reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV, is entitled uh, The Preeminence of Christ. And it is such a powerful section of the word. Let's, let's just go through and, um, and begin to unpick um, what Paul is saying here in Colossians. So he is the image of the invisible God. He, referring to Jesus, Paul is saying Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And so if we want to know what God's like, but if we want to know what God's like, not as a as a, uh, a random concept or in an unrelatable way, but if we want to know what God is like, 
and what he would be like if he was on this earth. We can look to Jesus. So Jesus is the image of God that we cannot see. And sometimes it's so easier to um, to picture God as this this person and, and we worship him, of course. But sometimes I think we like to relate to God rather than Jesus because Jesus somehow lived on this earth with our limitations and temptations and yet without sin he lived this perfect life and so if we want to know what God's uh, because God doesn't have a form as such but if we want to know what his love would look like here on this earth we'll look at how Jesus loved if we want to know what God's faithfulness or goodness or righteousness would look like we look to Jesus on this earth and so the gospels and where jesus and his life is shown it is a powerful and um, powerful uh, example of god's character displayed in a way that we can relate to and understand here on this earth and it goes on to say for by jesus all things were created in heaven and on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created through him and for him before we look at everything else let's just begin with you and me we are included in all things which means that you and i were made we were created through jesus and listen to this bit for jesus we weren't just created created through jesus for ourselves for people around us for the people that you know for some of us we are so committed to serving people and loving people but can I just tell you we weren't created primarily for anyone else we were created for Jesus which is why when it comes to uh, our time and our lives if we're spending more time loving and serving people then we are loving and serving Jesus Christ then friends we have walked away from the original purpose for which we were created we were created through Jesus and for Jesus you know when I read this I realized that uh, when when uh, when Paul says all things were created heaven and on earth visible and invisible thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created for uh, created through christ and for jesus christ i was like what what about satan what about him and i realized that what happened with satan was that he was also created through jesus and for jesus to glorify jesus however he chose to walk away from his original purpose and design so anything that isn't for jesus that anything that isn't for him is against him as it says in matthew and jesus if you're not for me you're against me and so if we look at it the other way we'll look at what are the things that aren't for jesus what parts of my thoughts aren't for jesus what parts of my life isn't for him for somebody else and 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 being for christ may look like being for people but i think we know when uh, jesus is a second afterthought as opposed to the initiator of it um i don't know why i mentioned satan oh yeah satan he was created in christ and for christ but 
he is the most uh, obvious and the extreme example of someone who walked away, who, who turned away from his original creative design. And it goes on. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. The head of the church, the body of, you know, in, in, in Corinthians, Paul talks about one body with many parts. And here it's a reminder that for all of us as believers, we belong to one body of Christ. Every single one of us, which is why we are intricately connected, joined and are able to love one another. Even if we've never met each other, we are able to, like like a long lost cousin, when we meet that other person from around the world, something in our hearts should come alive that says, you are, you and I share something deeply, deeply special and share the most valuable thing that I have and that you have, which is Jesus Christ. That he is the head of the church, the head of the body, which is the church. And it says he's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. That in him, in everything, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. This Jesus, we, we saw earlier that he is made, he is the visible image of the invisible God. And though we've never met Jesus, we have accounts of how he lived on this earth. And it is an encouragement, but also a challenge because we can make various excuses about, oh, well, it doesn't quite fit in with this and that and etc. And yeah, I'm, I know the culture is very different uh, to the the days that Jesus was, here on, was alive here on this earth and, and us here in 2020. However, the, the kinds of challenges are the same the kind of things that Jesus had to also deal with are very similar because it's it's humans and the world. We may have advanced in technology, but at the root of most things, it's the same sin, same struggle, same com- confusion, same uh, way of relying on things that isn't God. And, and so we're reminded here that in Christ, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And if we believe also that we are now one with Christ in spirit, it means that the fullness of Christ, fullness of God that was do- pleased to dwell in Jesus is also pleased to dwell in us. Isn't that amazing? That the fullness of God, because Jesus lived as fully human and fully God. Now, we don't become fully God, but we're fully human. However, we have Jesus Christ in us who is fully God. And so that's why we are able to live a life that is pleasing to him and live a life beyond uh, what this world is able to do. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. This is the one who died for us, not some beggar, not some tramp, not just some CEO of a company, someone who God himself was pleased to, to dwell in fully, He's the one who died for your sins and my sins. He's the one who gave up his life. He's the one who had a crown of thorns with blood dripping down his face. He is the one who was pierced and stripped 
and struck and punched and pierced he not just some sinner if it was if it was meant to be a like for like it shouldn't have been Jesus and yet he was the only one who could and through Jesus to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of his cross that is linked intrinsically to John 3 16 isn't it for God so loved that he gave his only son that, that anyone who believes in him will, will have abundant life will have eternal life and so this is the purpose for which Jesus came to this earth that through him through himself his death and resurrection that he would reconcile all things to him so going back to the earlier point about everything all things were created through him and for him Jesus's desire and his his calling or his purpose is to restore all things back to the original plan to the original intentions of God so that all those things that are currently not for him those things that exist separated from him would find itself restored in relationship with Jesus Christ firstly that's people isn't it that those who are currently not for Jesus not living for him would come to know him and it's almost like Jesus going I created it was me through me that you were created and it was for me that you were created to worship me and for me to be the king however now that you're not now that you're separated I'm not only going to be the one who was I was yeah it was you were created through me and you're created for me but you're not currently for me so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and make a way and build a bridge so that you can return back to the original purpose and plan for which we were created for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him Jesus to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of his cross why the blood because a blood the blood speaks of a new covenant that anyone who calls on the name of Jesus will receive eternal life the new creation the old has gone the new has come the new covenant which is that we will receive a new heart that is for God the new heart that wants and loves to obey him and trusts and knows who God is wow I'm looking forward to the rest of this book Colossians I mean I guess I say this a lot but this is one of my favorite books one of my many favorite books in the Bible anyway have a wonderful day guys and I look forward to joining you again tomorrow God bless